Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Fiery horse with the speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty high silver, the Lone Ranger. With his faithful Indian companion, Tonto, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse, Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come, Silver! Let's go, Nicole! I am Silver! The Lone Ranger and Tonto rode down the winding trail that led into the town of Claymore. I'd forgotten all about this trail, Tonto. Ah, it twists and turns like snake. It's almost symbolic of the town it leads to. You mean Claymore plenty crooked? That's what I mean, Tonto. Unless it's changed a lot during the past few years. Uh, changed some, maybe. But not changed much if bad men's still there. Did you hear that, Tonto? Uh, that gunshot. It came from up ahead. Montilver! Come up, Scout! After the Lone Ranger and Tonto sped along the snake-like path for a few moments, they saw horses racing around a turn far ahead. Then they cut off the road to the top of a rise in the ground. You hear? Someone groaning. He's a big fella. He's down that hill by the mesquite. Come on, Tonto. Someone needs help. Leave the horses at ground hitch. As Lone Ranger and Tonto neared the mesquite bush, they saw a figure in its shadow. 
slumped sidewards, his right hand limp, but still holding a pistol. There lay a middle-aged man whose eyes, even with a vagrant ray of sun shining in them, were dull with the haze of death. He gasped in awareness of the ranger's approach. But his words, as the masked man knelt beside him, were inarticulate. They ambushed me. They Easy now, easy. Here, let me help you. Take the gun from his hand. Me got it. Kimasani. Yes. Him not shoot gun. You see? Didn't get a chance to fire. Yes, I know you were ambushed. We saw three men riding away. You know who they were? One, I'm sure of. You did see one of them? You know who he was? What was his name? Clary. Cow. Here, let me wet your lips. Your canteen, Toto. Uh, here. Me help. Thank you. You hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Take a message to Helen. Live in Claymore. I'll find her. What shall I tell Helen? Tell her, Snavely, beware. Snavely, crooked. Don't sign. Snavely, Benson, together. Tell, beware. Masabi, him dead. Yes, he's gone, Tato. Poor fellow. I wonder what he meant. It was about an hour later when Tonto brought Sheriff Jim Furlong to the scene of the shooting. The sheriff recognized the dead man instantly. Uh, it's Chris Garland. Poor Chris. So they got him, huh? Uh, you know who'll get him? Huh? Well, no, I'm not saying I do. I could make a guess, but that's no good. Dad, right, if there's no way to fix the proof. Oh, he got friend. Maybe him help. What do you mean by that? Well, him say, show you this. Silver bullet? Ah. Friend say, give you silver bullet. You know what it means. I've heard of a masked man that's identified by silver bullets. He's called the Lone Ranger. <laughs> the way things are in these parts, I sure could use the help of a man like that. I hope you'd say that. Well, of all... I waited back of this rock, Sheriff. Till I found out whether you wanted help. I sure do. Come on, Silver. He's up before. Lone Ranger. <laughs> Can't believe it. And that's the horse I've heard so much about. Hey, big fella. Sheriff, you said you could guess who killed this man. What is your guess? I'd say the same as everyone else would. Chuck Benson. He runs things in Claymore. Does he run your office, Sheriff? Well, <laughs> that's not a nice thing to say. But I'm used to it, huh? A lot of people think the same thing. They say I'm as dumb as I look, but, but they're wrong. Still, that's why they started this here, what they call, Claymore Betterment League. What's that? Most of the good-living people in town belong, but, but the Claymore Betterment League was just one man. Chris Garland. A reformer, huh? No, certainly not. Chris wasn't a reformer if you mean one of them fanatical people. He just wanted this town to be good enough for decent folks to live in and raise their families. That's why he started out getting evidence against some of them tin horns that run the cafes and dives in town. Got a lot of them, too. Isn't that supposed to be your job? Yeah. 
I made the arrest when Chris gave me the evidence. Trouble is, Chris couldn't get evidence against Chuck Benson. Did he ever get Benson into court? No. No, the only thing they can prove against Benson is that he's a gambler, and he admits that himself. I've heard that he's a boss of outlaws, bandits, and the rest of the no-goods who make Claymore their headquarters. But you can't prove it, and most people wouldn't try. They know they'd end up like... Well, like Chris there. Maybe Chris was getting so close to Benson he had to be done away with. That'd be my guess. Sheriff, I was with Chris when he died. He gave me a message for a girl he called Helen. Mm. Well, that's Helen Garland, his niece. She's a schoolteacher. I see. That school was one of the things the Betterment League started, thanks to Snavely's money. Snavely? Yep. He's the banker and the lawyer and the man who owns... Oh, well, you've heard of him, haven't you? Yes, I have heard of him. What does he have to do with Chuck Benson? Benson? Nothing. He hates Benson worse than a cat hates water. He's one of those stiffnecks, always spouting about goodness and acting like a sourpuss angel with money in his wings. And he runs a bank in Claymore? Yeah. That's where he started the Betterment League. He started that? Shucks, he starts everything good, just like Benson starts everything bad. He's got a big ranch right next to Garland's, as a matter of fact. Sheriff, uh, one of the men who rode away from the spot where Chris Garland was shot was a fellow named Clary. Mean anything? Jumping Muscaloon. Cowhorn Clary? Cowhorn. Yes, that's the man. You know where to find him? I certainly do. Wherever Chuck Benson is. It, funny thing. Cowhorn used to be guard at Snavely's Bank. Now, doggone, he's Benson's right-hand man. Oh. Well, thanks, Sheriff. If you'll handle things here, I'll call on Helen Garland. You'll break the news of her, Uncle? Yes. Otto, I'll go ahead to the Garland Ranch. Ah. You help the sheriff of the dead man. Then look around town and see what you can learn about Chuck Benson. Ah. Helen Garland received the shocking news of her uncle's death with great fortitude, but she was puzzled by his dying words. You're sure you don't know what he meant? That Chuck Benson and Mr. Snavely were... were in cahoots. Oh, it sounds too preposterous. There's still one fact that stands out, in my mind at least. And that's... Cowhorn Clary once worked for Snavely. Clary is now Benson's right-hand man. And this is what impresses me. Your uncle in his last moment said that Clary was one of the three men who ambushed him. Three men, Miss Garland... It does sound coincidental. Yes, I think so. Miss Garland, you want your uncle's murderer brought to justice, don't you? Of course. Then I'm going to ask you to act out a part tomorrow. Tomorrow? Yes, after the funeral services. We may be able to get your uncle's murderer. Chris Garland was laid to rest the next morning. Tonto remained in town until the simple burial services were ended. Then he rode to the camp where the Lone Ranger had been waiting and reported that every cafe in Claymore was closed and that Benson and Clary were together in a room over the Red Dog Cafe. Hit me again, Benson. That's enough. <laughs> I think the dealer will take a card. Yes. A queen. <laughs> that puts you over? <laughs> no. That gives me a sweet 19. I'll pay 20. 
Some days you just can't win. That's right, Benson. This is one of them. What? There was just a hold-up. Mash. Well, what have we here? Get your hands up, both of you. Yes, you, Benson. What do you think you're doing, mister? Guards, hand up, King Masari. Good. Redskin, too. How'd you get in here? Those two guards we tied will tell you when we've gone. That's good to know. What do you want? Money? No, Benson. Information, maybe. A little talk with you, certainly. And with Clary. With me? What for? I'll tell you soon enough. Take the guns, Toto. Ah, You're not get... getting away with this engine. Ah, you hold tongue and keep up gun. All right. Now that you're disarmed, we can talk. You'd better provide the topic. I don't know what this is all about. No? Then give me the answer to this, and you will. Don't give me the answer... And I'll say you still know. Who? Who was the third man? <laughs> Is this a game? You don't make sense, stranger. I'll see if Clary can make sense of it. You mean me? Is there anyone else? Clary, who was the third man? A third man what? The third man with you when you shot Chris Garland. I wasn't the one. Shut that... up, Clary. Don't say another word. Nobody's going to say it. Shut up. So that's what you're up to, is it? <laughs> yes, and you've answered a question. Hasn't he, Tom? <laughs> Him know what you talk about. Look, mister. You're standing there with a gun in your hand. That's one ace. I don't know what your hold card is, but I think you're bluffing. What's the point you're trying to put across? Chris Garland died in my arms on the trail yesterday. Before he died, he told me what you already know. Because you were there. I'm going to bring Garland's murderers to justice. <laughs> Avenging stuff, huh? You think Cowhorn and I are involved in Garland's death? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Why would I do a thing like that? Why? Because, Benson, he came upon something that finally incriminated you. Like what? In your words, that's my whole card. Which I'd like to see. Benson, you'll see it before another 24 hours have passed. So will Clary. And the third man will see it. You'll all pay for it. Ah. So take the guns with us, Toto, just to be sure. Ah, me take them. And we'll go. Till tomorrow, then. Oh, yes, Benson. Just one more word before I leave. I'm bored with your words. What's this one? Slavely. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments.
And now to continue our story. While the Lone Ranger and Tonto called on Chuck Benson, Helen Garland was in Banker Snavely's office carrying out her part in the masked man's plan. My uncle warned me to beware of you. He told me not to sign any papers for you. That's why I won't sign those papers you say go with the mortgage. Why, why, this is utterly, utterly preposterous. I'm Rufus Snavely. I'm too aware of that. One other thing. A few days before he died, Uncle Chris told me that you and Chuck Benson were... But never mind. Well, I most certainly do mind. What about Benson? What did your uncle say about me and him? I'm sorry I mentioned it. Benson was unimportant. You were the one he talked about. I can't believe it. Simply can't. As for your telling me that Uncle Chris left no estate, well, in view of what he told me, how would you expect me to react? Not so insolently. I was not insolent. Hmm. Well, I shan't quibble. About these papers, Miss Garland, and the mortgage. I'll sign nothing and accept your word on nothing. Not until tomorrow. Why tomorrow? Uncle Chris must have expected something like this. He kept a copy of his private papers and accounts in some hiding place. That and duplicates of reports he was about to make to the betterment league. That's not so. You don't mean that, Miss Garland. Your uncle couldn't have... Well, I mean... Well, where are these papers and reports you say you have? Oh, they're not in my possession. I'm to meet tomorrow morning with the man who does know where they are. That's why I've asked you to wait. You're making this all up, Miss Garland. But I'm not. It might interest you to know, too, that this friend of my uncle, the one who knows where the papers are hidden, he's the one who was with Uncle Chris when he died yesterday. That evening, the Lone Ranger and Tonto rode to the Garland Ranch once more. Helen Garland told what had happened in her interview with Rufus Snavely. The interview she had spotted with the baited statements prompted by the masked man. He is a thief. I'm sure of it now. Miss Garland, you're sure you emphasized you'd meet me in the morning? I think so. I said I didn't know where the papers were, but that my uncle's friend would lead me to them. That should do the trick. You really think they'll follow us if we set out from the ranch in the morning? They'll have to. They can't take any chances. Snavely can't, anyway. Now that there are papers and records in existence that might send them to jail... They... They may try to kill us. I think they will. But they can't afford to do that until they find the information they think we have. I'm afraid when I think of it. We have absolutely nothing. Nothing? Well, I don't know. As Benson would say, we have an ace in the hole. Come on, Toto. Go see Sheriff Furlong before it's too late. The next morning, when Helen Garland left her home, she was followed by her enemies who remained out of sight as she rode toward an old barn on an abandoned farm. The Lone Ranger had gone there shortly after daybreak and had seen that the sheriff and his men were properly placed. I guess everything is set, Sheriff. Seems to be. But look around and make sure you can't see any of my men. All right. Well, I can't. As well concealed as my horse. Left my horse in plain sight so it'll be mistaken for yours. Yes, that's right. Here comes Miss Helen. Good. You'd better get out of sight, Sheriff. Right. Whoa, whoa. Good luck to you, mister. Thanks. Am I late? No, Helen. 
Were you following? I couldn't see anyone. Do you think your plan will work? I hope so. We should have company very soon. I, I'm afraid. Let's go over here. Is that packet on the barrel there the one that's supposed to hold the papers? That's it. We'll sit on these smaller kegs, pretend we're reading the documents, wait. All right. I'll try not to be afraid. Rufus Snavely walked into the barn, a strange smile playing around the thin lips that scarred his puffy face. He headed straight for the corner where the Lone Ranger and Helen Garland pretended to be lost in the sheets of paper they scanned in the barrel between them. Walking together behind Snavely was Chuck Benson, freshly shaved and nonchalant, and Cowhorn Cleary, his fingers playing nervously against his pistol holster. Here they come. Three weeks expected. Snavely, too? In front. Remember, no matter what I say, confirm it. I'll remember. Ready? Hello. Who are... Oh, Benson Clary. And I'm Rufus Snavely, stranger. Mr. Snavely. What are you men doing here? So this masked man is the friend you told me about, Miss Garland. Yes, this is my uncle's friend. I didn't expect to meet you so soon, Snavely. So you finally come out in the open, huh? What do you mean by that? You know what he means, Mr. Snavely. Uncle Chris told him all the things he'd found out about you. And these papers prove Please, please, Miss Garland. I didn't want you to mention these things yet. Oh, I'm sorry. So Chris Garland had papers hidden, did he? I told you this, didn't I, Benson? Yes, boss. Leave me out of this confab, will you? I've come to watch, not comment. (laughs) I want to see how this masked man plays when someone else has the high card show. I told you yesterday you'd get yours, mister. Yes, you did, didn't you, Clary? Thank you for bringing the third man. You're referring to me? Naturally. When Chris Garland was ambushed on his way from your ranch yesterday... So you knew he'd been to my ranch, eh? Yes, that's what I was about to tell you. You didn't finish Garland off as neatly as you intended. He saw all of you. You won't have a chance to pin anything on me. Clary, can't you learn to keep your mouth shut? Let him say whatever he wants to, Benson. These two won't live to talk. You're not going to... Please, Miss Garland, don't be afraid. Mr. Snavely, you're not serious about... About killing you... I'm as serious as you were yesterday. It surprises you, doesn't it, that a man in my position can be something more than the stilted old money bags people think he is? No, it doesn't surprise Miss Garland today, Snavely. She's already found out from these papers what you are. I'll read them before I destroy them. After I've destroyed you. Quite a man, aren't you? Working with these crooks. I can't say I haven't enjoyed my role. (laughs) He hasn't given you full credit, boss. I'll have you know that Snavely isn't in league with any criminals. He heads them, tells them what to do. I not only own most of the property in Claymore, but I also own the places Benson is credited with owning. Don't I, Benson? (laughs) That's right, folks. Not only does he own my places, he also cuts in on my profits. And why shouldn't I? I set Benson up, just as I've set up most of the outfits in this part of the country. This is all very enlightening, Snavely. Now, with all your money, then, why did you bother to cheat an honest man like Chris Garland? Mm, that snoop. He wanted to get rid of gambling and crooks in Claymore, the fool. So I started the committee because I could keep an eye on him in that spot. But he had to snoop away until he found out, I don't know how, about my undercover enterprises. 
That's why the three of us... You're not going to pin Garland's killing on me. Let the boss finish the show, Clary. That's why the three of us got together out at my ranch yesterday and tried to buy him off. He had his reports all ready to submit to the committee. So when he wouldn't give in, we rode into town ahead of him. And that's when we decided... You mean you decided, don't you? I noticed that even Benson called you boss. Yes, I decided. If you want to know, I was the one who shot him, too. Just like that. I showed him I could do something more than merely supply money. Don't you think you've said enough, boss? We're wasting time now. We came here to do a job, so let's do it. I want to tell them just one more thing, Benson. This is good. Suit yourself. Miss Garland, and you, mask man... Did you know the railroad is going to run through Claymore? Well, it is. I've known it for a long time. I, I don't care about any railroad. But this is going to cut right through your property. That's why I had that, uh, that mortgage fixed up. Those papers with it. After we disposed of your uncle, of course. That beautifully constructed mortgage. So you also go in for forgery. I go in, as you put it, for anything that will line my pocket. When we got back to town yesterday, I made it my business to destroy all the papers your uncle kept at the bank, Miss Garland. I didn't know about these. I thank you for leading me to them. Snavely, I think this has gone about far enough. Mm, yes, I think so, too. Benson, Clary. Hold it. What is this? Snavely, that money you were talking about. What good is it going to do you when you hang from the end of a rope? <laughs> Don't make me laugh. When you two are gone... There'll be no one who can point the finger of suspicion at Rufus Snavely. Except all the crooks you've been associated with. Still, it may interest you to know that Miss Garland and I are not going to die. Ah, you brazen idiot. Now listen to me. Benson. I'm listening. Remember that whole card of mine you were asking to see? What is it? A black deuce? No. It's the case ace. Snavely, you're the worst kind of a fool. You've done more foolish things than I thought you would. You're stupid too, Benson. And you, Clary, you... Anybody thinks he's up, Clary? Boss, I think we'd better get rid of this fellow right now. It's too late. You forgot something. You should have remembered, Benson... What? ...that I had an Indian with me yesterday. That's right, you did. What about him? You three followed Miss Garland out here, but you were also followed. We wanted to hear you tell us things that weren't on any papers that we had here... These are children's examination papers from the school. What? Why are you lying, double-crossing? Well, you shoot them both now and get away from here. You forget, too, that someone above may be watching you. Huh? And I don't mean in heaven. What are you talking about? Look up, the three of you. What Take the... them, Sheriff. What? Sheriff. Come on, guys, Snavely. Hands up, all of you. Oh, you're dirty. Oh, you don't say Oh, my arm. You shot me. My arm. You shouldn't have pulled that gun. I warned you. Oh, you got me in the shoulder. Oh, you won't die, Clary. We won't let you. You're the kind who'll talk. I'll, I'll tell you all I know. I'll tell the courts all I know. Just fix this wound. I'll help you. I want to see you live for the same reason. You think I'm bluffing now, Benson? You were bluffing. I knew it. But you won. Yes, and you'll pay with your life. Come on, fellow. Goodbye, Miss Garland. Uh, silver in back of iron. Hey, where are you going? That white horse. Look at it. Adios. Thanks for everything, mister. Come on, Get up. Come. Confound it all. If I'd seen that horse, I'd have guessed what we were up against. Yeah, me too. What chance did we have against a lone ranger?
The story you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated.